Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Billy Bob Thornton, Private Radio, from 2001. It's 8.52 here in New York. I'm Brian Gumbel. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. You're looking at the uh, World Trade Center. We understand that a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. We don't know anything more than that. We don't know if it was a commercial aircraft. We don't know if it was a private aircraft. We have no idea how many were on board or what, is, what the extent of the injuries are right now. That's a CBS News special report from the morning of September 11, 2001. We all know the story of that terrible tragedy. It killed nearly 3,000 people. But on today's episode, I have to talk about September of 2001. It's damn near impossible to think of anything else around that time, but the reality is other things were also happening. So I'm going to focus on those. The number one movie in the United States at that time was The Musketeer, a poorly reviewed action-adventure film based on The Three Musketeers, directed by Peter Hyams. Friends was the number one show on television. In the world of music, Jennifer Lopez had the number one song in America with I'm Real, featuring Ja Rule. The number one song in the UK at this time was a version of Mambo No. 5 by Bob the Builder. Seriously. If you think I'm not going to cover that for this week's episode of Bizarre Singles over on Patreon, you're very wrong. So make sure you're supporting the show over at patreon.com slash bizarrealbums to hear that episode later this week. Anyway, September 11th, 2001 was a Tuesday, and back then that was new release day for albums. On that day, Nickelback released their international breakthrough album, Silver Side Up. Ben Folds released Rockin' the Suburbs, his first solo album after the breakup of Ben Folds 5. Rockin' the Suburbs, just like Quiet Riot I'm rockin' the Suburbs, except that they And Jay-Z released The Blueprint, considered to be one of the greatest hip-hop records of all time. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo, which is my Dizzle used to dribble down at VA. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo, that's the anthem, get your damn hands up. All of those albums were released as planned, already on record store shelves that morning. But many TV shows, movies, and Broadway shows would be postponed. Even the NFL and Major League Baseball postponed a portion of their seasons. But for the most part, the music world kept their schedule intact. On September 25th, Britney Spears would release I'm a Slave for You, the first single off of her third album, Britney. The single would peak at number 27 on Billboard. That same day, 
comedy rock duo Tenacious D released their platinum-selling self-titled debut album on Epic Records. And September 25th would also be the release day for an album that was originally set for a September 11th release, but for unrelated reasons was delayed. It was the debut album from actor Billy Bob Thornton. I'm not sure what that means. The three-time Academy Award-nominated actor started playing drums when he was just 12 years old, growing up in Arkansas. By the time he was in high school, he was playing in a Creedence Clearwater Revival cover band. And after dropping out of college, he played in several local bands around Arkansas and Texas. Bands like Cottonwood, Blue in the Blue Velvets, Hot Lana, and Nothing Doin'. Eventually, Nothing Doin' would become Trace Hombres, a ZZ Top cover band that opened for MC5, Hank Williams Jr., and Ted Nugent. But in the mid-1980s, Billy Bob Thornton would decide to move to Los Angeles to pursue an acting career. And as a struggling actor, to pay the bills... He worked as a waiter, but he also kept drumming, this time in a South African band called Jackhammer. In a 2022 interview with Larry Wyden for OnMilwaukee.com, Thornton said, quote, I was a waiter at this big dinner with Dan Aykroyd and Debbie Reynolds. I can't remember who else was there. And I served Billy Wilder, the director. We got to talking and I told him I'd had some small roles and I'd started to write. Wilder told me I wasn't good-looking enough to be an actor, and I should keep writing. End quote. So he kept writing, and in 1992, his screenplay for One False Move was made into a film starring Bill Paxton. Thornton would also appear in that film, but his big breakthrough would come four years later when he wrote, starred, and directed the film Sling Blade. I picked up a Kaiser blade that was sitting there by the screen door. Some folks called it a sling blade. I call it a Kaiser blade. It's kind of like a long wood handle, kind of like an axe handle. With a long blade on it, shaped kind of like a banana. Mm-hmm. Sharp on one edge and dull on the other. It's what the highway boys used to cut down weeds and whatnot. You know. Well, I went in there in the house, and I hit Jesse Dixon upside the head with it. Knocked him off my mother. I reckon that didn't quite satisfy me. Thornton had adapted Sling Blade from his one-man show, Swine Before Pearls, which he also developed into a screenplay for the short film Some Folks Call It a Sling Blade in 1994. Sling Blade won the Oscar for Best Writing Adapted Screenplay. Thornton was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role, and though he would lose to Jeffrey Rush, Billy Bob Thornton's career took off. Over the next few years, he would have roles in A Simple Plan, Armageddon, Primary Colors, Monster's Ball, The Man Who Wasn't There. That's only a handful. And while he was filming The Man Who Wasn't There, Lost Highway Records chairman Luke Lewis visited him on the set. Thornton played Lewis a recording of some 60s cover songs he did. Lewis liked it. And then after hearing some of Thornton's spoken word material, Lewis signed Billy Bob Thornton to Lost Highway Records. So, on September 25th, 2001, Billy Bob Thornton released Private Radio on Lost Highway Records. You got any biscuits for sale in there? The album begins with Dark and Mad. The album's liner notes contain the lyrics for each song, and at the top of each set of lyrics, there's a note about that specific song's recording. 
For Dark and Mad, it says, The day Barry Beckett had his first shot of wheatgrass juice. And while I can't really tell you anything more about that incident, I can tell you that Barry Beckett plays Hammond B3 in Wurlitzer on this record. He's best known for his work in the legendary Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section, where he recorded with artists like Leonard Skinnerd, Aretha Franklin, Bob Dylan, The Rolling Stones, Paul Simon, and Bob Seger, just to name a few. Why is this window so dirty and gray? I can't see you through it anymore. It may be the smoke. It's hard to say. The fact is this place has too many doors. I can't find a the album was produced by country and bluegrass musician, singer, and songwriter Marty Stewart. Stewart had worked as a touring musician for both Lester Flatt and Johnny Cash before starting his solo career in 1985. He's a five-time Grammy Award winner and is a member of the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music Hall of Fame. He also co-wrote several of these songs with Thornton, in addition to playing some guitar and mandolin on the album. You can hear his playing on Forever, a song recorded in one take, and was the demo, but ended up going as is on this album. Hey, baby. It's me. Listen, I'm gonna talk fast. This is long distance. Yeah, I'm sitting here at the Waffle House, smothered and covered. Yeah, Precious just set me down a glass of sweet tea. Made me think about you. No, baby, she's a waitress. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. In the year 2000, in the year 2000 Thornton made headlines by marrying his Pushing Tin co-star Angelina Jolie, who is 20 years younger than him. They became known for their outlandish PDA. Is it, what is this, MTV? Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, here's... You want me to be honest with you? We f***ed in the car on the way here. Yeah. And reportedly wearing vials of each other's blood around their necks. Thornton co-wrote a song for her, titled Angelina. It was co-written and co-produced by Randy Scruggs, the son of International Bluegrass Music Hall of Famers Earl and Louise Scruggs. The song is supposedly the story of how Thornton met Joe Lee, who at the time he called the love of his life. The song was released as a single and also had a music video. I never dreamed I'd have 
But something changed that day inside me And I believe it changed inside you too Can you feel it? Watch the angels as dancing up above. Thornton even got back to his roots playing the drums for two songs on this record. Starlight Lounge is the first of those. It's a song co-written by country musician and actor Dwight Yoakam, who also co-starred with Thornton in Sling Blade. Starlight Lounge is a duet with the song's other co-writer, Holly Lamar, best known for writing the Faith Hill mega-hit Breathe. You saved me from my reasons For the span of a drink For as long I think As it took for us to sink In our garden of sleep Thornton takes the drums again for Your Blue Shadow alongside Marty Stewart on bass. I never think about you. Well, that's a lie. I can't forget about you. So why even try? I tried to run. Tried to hide. He's seen me lay, and he's seen me cry. The album was written and recorded at Thornton's home studio, referred to in the liner notes as the Cave. The studio was built and formerly was owned by Guns N' Roses guitarist and Capital One TV commercial star Slash. There's a big black train. I've been hearing all my life. Every night at sundown, I hear its lonesome cry. When I look through the screen door, I see a rocking chair. My mama's sitting in it, thinking about that world out there. She wants to go over that mountain to see what's on the other. After a cover of the birds, He Was a Friend of Mine, we have the album's title track. Thornton co-wrote Private Radio with Marty Stewart and Mark Colley. There are voices in my head And demons in my soul Sometimes they keep me warm Sometimes they leave me cold There are strangers in my bed To caress my jaded skin and squeeze my body tight and forgive me of my sin. The liner notes also contain a note from Marty Stewart. A portion of it reads, This album was conceived in the cotton fields of our minds. It all started in Billy Bob's basement in the key of low D. We fumbled around one evening and tried to write songs. Nothing much happened until I said, Turn out the lights. I'll play and you tell me a story. Out of nowhere came beauty at the back door. It felt perfect to me. It was a perfect picture, a perfect story, a perfect mess, and a perfect beginning to a collection of songs that came as fast as spit-dried dirt. Three chord reports from gravel roads, sleazy hotels, a paisley-fried house trailer, 
the Lost Highway, that infamous book depository in Dallas, truck stops, and a Waffle House. These songs are reflections from the mirror of the soul, the subtotal of despair, the cracked side of the human heart, and as the old song says, a picture from life's other side. But not in the back. The back's just got a door and a crepe myrtle bush and a little old dried up garden and some woods way on back. There's a hickory nut tree that covers the whole roof. The album closes with a cover of Lost Highway, a song written in 1948 by Leon Payne and made famous by Hank Williams one year later. I'm a rolling stone All alone and lost For a life of sin I have paid the cost when I pass by All the people say I'm just another guy On the lost highway just Private day. Radio failed to make much of an impact. It was only ever released on CD, but it is currently streaming on Spotify. Billy Bob Thornton has gone on to make several other albums since. But this was his first. And crazily, he wasn't even the only film actor and director to release an album that year. Even right around this same specific window of time, an album called When was released by Vincent Gallo. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.